0: with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill, connect with the show on Twitter at GrillNationShow and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio, here's Jason Grill. Welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Appreciate you joining me today on 980 AM and talk980am.com. Appreciate you hitting me up too on grillnationshow.com and on iTunes. You can find all of our shows, podcasts, photos of our guests at grillnationshow.com. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation. Without them, we would not have a great show that we have. The title sponsors are Trusts, Bank of Kansas City, Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Also contributors to Grill Nation are Catalyst, Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer, The Rear KC and J Rear Co., Ryan Maybe. NC Power and Light District, and also thanks to KC Tech Council and Ryan Weber and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander for all your support and contributing and coming on the show. Uh, great show today. We're going to start off with Sean Edwards, Fox 4 movie critic. Uh, just a really great guy. He's, he's an award winning producer, writer, done about everything. He's an entrepreneur extraordinaire, but <laughs> he knows everything about movies, which is why I wanted to have him on because I haven't seen a movie in quite some time. We're going to talk about <laughs> what you see. That's
1: <laughs> In a movie. We're going to talk. Including Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. We're going to talk with Sean
0: about what to see this Christmas, the Oscars, some other things going on in Kansas City. After Sean, I've got Joel Goldberg from the Kansas City Royals, Fox Sports, Kansas City. He's also the play by play voice of Missouri Mavericks and now the UMKC Ruse basketball announcer. We're going to talk to him about the offseason for the Royals and get into what he's been doing with the Missouri Mavericks and UMKC basketball team. Gonna be a great show today. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation. Show also available on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Just search for Jason Grill and you'll find me on there. Appreciate hit me up on social media. Let's start with our first segment today. Sean Edwards right. in the studio, as you could, you heard him a little bit ago. I mean, I've seen a movie, Sean, but I haven't gone to the movies. I don't think I've gone oh, to the you movie haven't since haven't physically you, gone you to like an
1: AMC-type facility. <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> eh, but, but, I, but, but, but I love much. that. I love that. Now it's getting cold outside, so. So you're going to go. So I'm going to go. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, how you been, man? What, what's going on? I've been mean,
1: great, man. Life is, <laughs> nah, man. Life's, life's good, man. I'm on this, I'm on the, what do you call it? I'm on a, I guess movie train is kind of silly, but now I'm just. I'm living a life, I'm having fun, watching movies, still doing my thing on Fox interviewing people who make movies and talking about the movies that are out there to let people know whether they're good or bad or in between.
0: So you, you, you're you based in Kansas City. So you travel out to L.A. all the time to interview Man, celebrities, actors. I am wasting
1: so much money in Kansas City on a mortgage. i have never here. <laughs> i have never here. See, but
0: that's the thing. I like that. I like I that mentality. You, <laughs> your base is here, but you travel. You yeah, travel. my base is
1: here, and I travel. Like, crazy. like I'm in Kansas City right now. I will be here for a total of 20 hours. And where are you heading next? I gotta go to New York. New York next. Okay. Yeah, New York, man. Okay, so um
0: so what's going on? Okay, so everything movies, movies, movies. Everything Everything. this is the this is the year where people start paying attention. I'll tell you this. There's been a lull. In movies lately, in my opinion.
1: No, what do you there, mean? I mean? There, no, no, there no, has been you, no... Nothing. How, you, can, you can't make that statement because you just said you haven't physically going no, to I'm, see a movie. Because there's
0: nothing that interests me.
1: What do you mean? There's ton of stuff out there. Are you kidding me?
0: I haven't seen anything i like to see but, yet.
1: Well, first of all, that's hard because everybody's different. What type of movies do you like?
0: Dramas, comedies, I like them all.
1: It's, Blockbusters, it, Star Wars what do you type want, stuff. Okay, well, there's a new Star Wars. That sounds uh, probably going to bring 16th. me out to the theater.
0: Last time I talked to you around this time last year I was going right. to see the other stars. Yeah, there there's was. one every year. I mean, it's well, just, yeah, and
1: the new deal. Well, it makes a lot of money. I mean, if you if you work for Disney, you would want there to be a new Star Wars movie every year as well. I mean, everyone likes a billion. But dollars. you gotta
0: admit, there hasn't been anything to really what's your appetite the fall. In the fall,
1: no, it's been some great. No, that's not true. That's okay, been some great, what,
0: what should I see that I've missed? Well, In the last few weeks, anything good?
1: First off, do you, are you looking to be entertained or do you want to keep up with the Oscar race? Those are two. I, I like things. to do both. OK, let's Okay, we'll, we'll play that game if you like to do both. All right. First of all, you can do both by going to see a movie called Hacksaw Ridge, directed by Mel Gibson. Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Yeah, it's a solid movie. It stars Andrew Garfield. It's a World War Two era movie. Great story. It's got uh, just a, a just a hinge of faith-based elements to it. Uh It's just an all-around well-produced the audience movie. Audience score
0: is very high on the because it's a very site. good
1: movie. That's why I told you I'm not going <laughs> to tell you to go see a bad. Wait a minute, you are going to like double double well, check sometimes me? With, you see, you no. send me the movies
0: that have lower lower no, no, ratings no, no, but no, are no, very no, good. No, no. All
1: right, let me. All right, so Hacksaw, I, I recommend Hacksaw Ridge. If you want to go the indie route, you have to see a movie called Moonlight. Moonlight, okay, it's the best-reviewed movie of the year. Moonlight, ninety nine on Metacritic. That's what, what, unheard of. Is it, Check is it... it; it's got ninety nine <laughs> on Metacritic.
0: Now, is it out in Kansas City?
1: Yes, it is. Okay, ninety nine on Metacritic. Uh, it's directed by Barry Jenkins. It's a coming of age story, but it's told differently. It's about a young man growing up in Miami in Liberty City. In case you're not aware, Liberty City is not the nice part of Miami. It takes place during the eighties. Deals with some crack addiction, hmm. some sexuality issues. But it's a well-told story, told differently, well acted, and also features Kansas City, Kansas native Janelle Monet.
0: Oh yes, technically yes, yes. her
1: first film. She's got two movies out. Like she's like she is Hollywood's new breakout star. Like I know I'm about to date myself, but people are calling Janelle Monet the next Diane Carroll. Really, that's huge.
0: Now she's from Kansas City, Kansas. Then. She's off the block. She lived off of Quindaro.
1: That's from, no, is she, she's from KCK she, is she, is she, for real. Uh, she a Not by the Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> she, lived, she lived in the real KCK. <laughs> she's off no, the block. She didn't grow up with the legends out <laughs> no, there. No, 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 no. She off the block. Oh, man. Okay, That's so real so That's capital Mo-Lite. K, capital Mo- C, capital Mo-Lite K. Moonlight is... Uh, yeah, it's a very good movie.
0: Is that going to be an Oscar it might nominated. win picture.
1: It might win best picture. Really? That's how good it is. And Barry Jenkins might win best director, and Masala Ali is probably going to win best supporting actor. It may even win best editing, it's got a shot at best cinematography, got a shot at best score. It's already won a lot of critics critics groups awards so far this year. It's an amazing movie. It's an understated movie, but it's told so differently and brilliantly that it's uh it's just playing well across the country. It's a great movie. Okay. So now you got Hacksaw Ridge and you got Moonlight.
0: Okay, those are two L C and then Then we're into the Christmas season, right?
1: No, I'm going to give you one more you need to go see. It's not out yet, but it does open on Christmas Day, and it's the most entertaining, fabulous, make-you-feel-good movie you've seen in a long time. It's got the easiest to remember of titles. It's called Sing. Sing. One word, Sing. It's an animated feature. Okay, well, yeah, You
0: love your animated features, but You'd this was the Lego guy. movie when it came out because it
1: was funny. <laughs> but now Sing is gr- no, Sing is just a feel good movie. Like it's not like one of those Pixar movies. It's got one of those mopey storylines, or it's trying to teach you some lesson in manhood or, or humanity or whatever. It's just a fun, like <laughs>
0: Matthew they, McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, Tori movie. Kelly, John Riley. It's
1: about a singing competition. Scarlett. What? It's about a singing competition. Okay. They used over two hundred and twenty pieces of music. Really? So you know who got paid on that movie? Whew. The song clearance guy. <laughs> the song clearance guy made a gazillion dollars on that. They cleared two hundred and twenty pieces of music. But so, it's fun. So Trust Sean, me.
0: Sean, so we got three movies. Is that a is that a kids' movie? Can I take kids to that? But it's, it's adults will love it too. Time. You
1: can take everybody. Okay. We've
0: got yeah. about fifty seconds left in this segment. I
1: gave you Hacksaw, Moonlight, Moonlight. and Sing. You're good. <laughs>
0: Be good. I'm definitely gonna see Moonlight out of yeah, those three. Yeah. And
1: Hacksaw's good, man. Go see Hacksaw; it's a great movie.
0: Um, how many movies do you see uh, a year? Too many at the theater,
1: at the movie. Oh, i see, <laughs> telling on or me. whatever. Whatever I, y'all do, I like to... Probably like I probably see like a a hundred, hundred fifty at the movie theater, and, and they send a bunch of them to me. I can sit on the it's couch. No,
0: they've changed the way the games played.
1: No, nah, it's always been the same. You can just, just send you movies, you it's always them. been the same. Just with social media, the games being told.
0: <laughs> Sean it's Edwards. No, There's no
1: more behind the scenes anymore.
0: Sean Edwards with me uh, today. His uh Twitter handle is uh, S Edwards KC on Twitter. We'll be right back after the break with more Sean Edwards. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation.
1: Running down the street like know going crazy, ride though. Ride TV and on the radio been watching since the back baby, back. so I'm representing uh, Casey Moe. Can't can't stop
0: Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980am, 980 dot grillnationshow.com, and iTunes. Thanks for joining us today. Had a great first segment. Again, later on in the show, we're going to have Joel Goldberg, the voice of the Kansas City Royals, uh, and also the Missouri Mavericks and UMKC basketball as well now on the, on his plate. Talking to Sean Edwards, uh, he has a friend that just walked in the studio, Teresa O'Leary from Movie Trip, right? That's right. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for joining the fun here. We we got three new movies to see. <laughs> well, you uh, have three new movies to see. <laughs> <laughs> we have, those are already out now, you know. I mean, Except, it's, except for Sing.
1: Sing is on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. That's we'll your be Christmas sing. present from me. Thank okay, you.
0: Okay, thank you. I will take my uh, cousins, great, nephews. Though. I'm cut. telling you, it's great. That'll be great. Uh, Teresa, what what's your story? Tell us about Movie Trip.
2: Hey, so I'm the creator of Movie Trip, which is... A concept uh, to visit places where movies have been filmed. Love that. Yeah. So, and this year we're holding the Movie Trip Awards as our second annual. And so we're celebrating movies that inspire people to travel. Um, So they're going to be February 22nd. Um, We're going to be supporting a local kids group to be able to travel abroad as well as part of the awards show. Help
1: them raise money, go to Puerto Rico.
2: Yeah, they're going to Puerto Rico. Wow, the PR. Where, Where
0: is this now?
1: This is uh,
0: what date?
2: The award show is gonna be February twenty second at the Screenland Crossroads. That's
0: perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Man. So we're hey. gonna
2: have some uh, some local um presenters in the industry, and uh, it'll be a fun time.
0: So you get to go to all these places for the movie trip.
2: That's the goal. We've been We've low been enough. We've been We've yeah. been
1: doing a lot. Yeah, we've been, we've been doing a lot, man. Trying to get it, the our movies. And our movies, movies, you
0: know, with all the tax incentives and tax credits, I sponsored legislation on that when I was in <laughs> politics. Are, are, are we still all in one or two states, or are they being really filmed all over the place now? Again,
1: no, no. There are a lot of states that don't have tax incentives, and primarily everything's being shot in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's hot lot, right Atlanta, now, man. Atlanta's. I'm gonna,
0: take, if gonna <laughs> take a word from Sean. Atlanta's hot right now with, <laughs> when, <laughs> when it comes to production of films no, and it, TV. Yeah,
1: they just built a whole pine wood studios facility down there with 18 sound stages yeah it doesn't matter but we no,
0: could have done that in missouri if i had my way well you should, wouldn't well, you've you been have been going to westport and you've <laughs> been seeing like enormous sound <laughs> exactly. stages exactly well yeah
2: we're we're in a unique city where we're in a city that has a tax incentive in a state that does not yes um,
0: that was huge for us yeah. to get that you know that it's a little, little little help there right yeah. the little, cities the little, local little, localities little, are having to do stuff now in the state. something Whoa. something yeah it's
2: letting <laughs> us have a local category at the movie trip awards oh cool yeah you get the honor of
1: this, the movies that were shot in Kansas City. But no, uh, movies still are shot all over the world, but they are primarily shot in places like Atlanta Louisiana. and Louisiana, New Orleans and Albuquerque, New Mexico. But I've know,
0: seen their sound stages out there last year when I was there. They're, they're just, it's amazing.
1: It's amazing until you have to go from sound stage to sound stage because it's always 120. <laughs> you know, so high enough. I know I actually got to go on a set visit down there for Independence Day Resurrection or whatever. Is that where the Or yeah, I know the movie was terrible, but it I was didn't still see fun. it. But but I heard about it. it was terrible. No one saw it. <laughs> Zero people saw it.
0: <laughs> so uh, Sean, let's talk about diversity. All right, cool. You wanted to talk Good about segue. that today?
1: No, because it's huge. I'm just I, I want to make the show. Relevant.
0: We had the Oscar stuff last yeah, year. Award, you were all pissed about season. that.
1: I wasn't mad. I, I didn't. I was just reporting on what happened. Okay. Just like uh,
0: you were mad about some of the people that got. Snub for awards, potentially. I was, just, I was surprised. we moving I mean, come forward. On, Straight
1: out of Compton was a great movie.
0: <laughs> I never saw it. I need to see that. I so. not
1: see, wow. Okay. So we're not all movie
0: critics. No, know? no, I no. no but Straight out of Compton was, was. Come on. I've here. heard it's amazing. I need to check that out. Man, on, uh, so what, what do you want to talk about about diversity? No, no. The,
1: the, the thing about this, the thing about the Oscars this year is you won't have to have that conversation with me. Come. January, yeah, the nominations are Januarys because uh it's going to be the most diverse year ever in terms of nominations, which is going to be like a big headline when it all happens because there there's so many great movies I mean, they reflect different cultures and ethnicities. Like we talked about Moonlight earlier and you have movies like Fences starring Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, Loving with Joe Edgerton and Ruth Naga. You have A Birth of a Nation with Nate Parker, Hidden Figures with Taraji P. Henson and here's that name again, Janelle Monet, Tavia Spencer, you got Lion with Dave Patel. I mean, and you got action happening in front of and behind the camera with this, a lot of award-worthy performances and award-worthy work. I mean, you got, um, the cinematographer from Arrival, the editors from Moonlight, Barry Jenkins and uh, Denzel Washington who, who get nominated for Best Director. August Wilson's going to get nominated for Best Screenplay. Is that good? Fences is phenomenal, particularly the act the acting. Some of the best acting I've seen in 25 years. Like Denzel Washington and Viola Davis going toe to toe is like, are you serious? It's like if you were to somehow combine Training Day with the best episode of How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> So, when does that come you out? You know, Alan, man, she'll get snot run out of her nose, she'll snatch her <laughs> wig off, and it's over. Going toe-to-toe is with that, Denzel. When is that coming out? Christmas Day.
0: Christmas Day. Christmas Day
1: is loaded. It is. Family drama and sing. Can't go wrong. And in the Star Wars movie a week before.
0: They always really set a week
1: early. Yeah, Star. early. mean, Star Wars, Fences... Uh, you got um, Jennifer Lawrence and Passengers on Christmas Day. What's that about? I have no idea. I haven't seen it yet. You yeah, yeah. haven't seen it yet, but nah, she seems to always have a Christmas day, Christmas Yeah, last year she had Joy. All I her really her Joy. All movies
0: the same. As, oh, Joy was good. I watched yeah, that. Joy was great. I, I, saw, saw, that, Joy. I saw, saw Joy. You actually saw a movie. I saw that on the internet. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on seen. HBO or whatever I knew on. you'd
1: seen Joy because, see, entrepreneurs always watch movies that, yeah. about yeah. other entrepreneurs. Yeah, I
0: did like Joy. My girlfriend liked that show, too. What did you invent after you watched it? She's always in movies with Robert De Niro. And Bradley Cooper. What's
1: wrong with that? It's They're like it's like the same, same kind of crew, deal. Yeah. Dude. It's an acting troupe. Come on, if you had to go to work with two top notch people like Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper, I would too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But that's when she she's, does the day before. She's diversifying with the now with,
0: with Chris Pratt in this new one.
1: There Chris Pratt's the nicest guy in Hollywood, by the way. Is he? The nicest guy in Hollywood. The nicest. Why is that? I don't know. He's just
0: nice. He's just, when you talk to him, yeah, room, he's, he's cool. He's nice. I don't. <laughs> It's, the, it's a good person. Sounds very like.
1: good people. No, he's actually one of the nicest people I've, I've ever seen Any interviewed.
0: good stories to share with any of your recent trips?: Uh-uh, any celebrities any celebrities you interviewed no, that you no, know no. you wouldn't they go through that uh, the car wash, talk, talk to all you movie critics?: A couple of days
1: ago, Dave Chappelle asked me if I had a cigarette and I didn't because I don't smoke.
0: <laughs> he did well in We're certain he did, he, he did well in Saturday Night Live.
1: <laughs> He appreciated me saying no. I was the only person who didn't take a selfie with him. I respected his space. I,
0: I, I, I just tell you that I ran into Hulk Hogan the other day. I took a selfie Hulk with him. Hulk Hogan? Yeah, I saw it. in I Florida. Saw it. I have Florida. Facebook. But but he walks out of his car, and I'm just no, like, I'm cool. there's nobody around. I'm like, holy crap, that's Hulk Hogan. No, I would have took I, him. I My took girlfriend a, went the other way. I was like, I'm going to go talk I to him. I
1: would have took a selfie with Hulk Hogan. He's a
0: big man. 6'8". He's
1: 6'8". He used to wrestle.
0: He's going to be 5'6". <laughs> he, he used funny. to wrestle.
1: So Dave Chappelle got a laugh out of that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a cigarette. I feel bad for him. I, I might have been. I'm probably the only person in Hollywood who didn't have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you has the one guy in Hollywood who doesn't have a cigarette. So like, everybody uh, smokes Last LA. year was
0: Chris Rock on the Oscars. This year's Jimmy Kimmel. I like Jimmy. Yeah. I He's like married Jimmy. to a Kansas City girl. Or a, uh, no way, uh, Kansas scratch. Went to uh,
1: University He's of Kansas. He's married to Janelle Monet?
0: No, uh, he, his his wife is from went to KU. Oh, really? Either KU or MU. I can't remember one of the two schools.
1: Oh, so she's the after Sarah Silverman? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is she yes. funny?
0: I I don't. I think she's in the uh, the industry. I don't know what she does. Oh,
1: I didn't. I didn't know Jimmy Kimmel was married.
0: Yeah, he's got a couple kids now. I, think. I like
1: Jimmy. Oh, Really? Yeah. was way <laughs> under the radar. I guess the only celebrity kid I know about is Blue. <laughs> That's all they talk about. You get one at a time. First it was apple and orange, and now oh, it's yeah. blue. <laughs> I went, what's the other one? West. What's the West one? Uh, Saint and Saint. Northwest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. Oh, man. But yeah. no, no. Kimmel's funny. I think he's going to do a great job. Yeah. No, Kimmel. He it,
0: did you know, good at the uh, uh, White House Correspondence Center. I he did. The, Emmys.
1: the problem with Jimmy Kimmel is I think Jimmy Fallon steals a lot of his thunder, but he's just as funny He's he been on the air for a long time on ABC. He's consistent, man. That's yeah. nice money. That's that late night show money. He's out in California.
0: He's yeah. doing the show live. They're on Hollywood Boulevard. Never been. you never been on Hollywood hey, Boulevard? Hey, I'm running the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, hold on. No, no, I've been on Hollywood <laughs> oh, Boulevard. I was say, you never been I've to never the been show. To Jimmy Kimmel show. How you no.
1: never been to Hollywood Boulevard? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, yeah I
0: have. I People who live
1: in Cedar Rapids have been to Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs>
0: Hey in Cedar Rapids this year in August, so there oh, you go. Really? Oh, really? It's a nice little city. See, I'm psychic city.
2: now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, we got about two minutes left. We Teresa, wrap it up. anything else you want to talk about with Movie Trip? Anything we need to look for? It's fun. What's the website? How do I connect? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. yeah.
2: You can follow us on Facebook. It's Movie Trip TV, um, and we've got a Twitter and an Instagram, and you can follow our travels there. Um, you know, it's just fun, kind of hearing those behind the scenes stories. Um, yeah. When we get to interview the the cast, you know, what happened at that restaurant that you guys shot at. Um, you know, I found out from Nicholas Sparks that he wrote the notebook on his um, family room floor with his kids running around him. It's just those like fun tidbits that the behind the scenes story that kind of goes goes deeper into the story of the movie. And so, it's weird and because, and so innovative yeah, and it's weird
1: because people do go visit locations because when I was doing the last Fast and Furious movie, we actually went by the house that they used, the Toretto house. And we couldn't shoot stand ups there because every two minutes people would drive up, jump out their car, and take a picture in front of that house. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was nuts. I was like, I mean, so it's like real? the
0: full house house. In yeah, San yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, you go know. to the,
2: the, I, the Sex in the City I, apartment that Carrie Bradshaw has in New York City. They have like roped off because so many people go to Perry Street and try to take the picture. And it's just like, I mean, it's a true industry. Um you know they've they've had tour buses showing you all these things before, but we're trying to make it into a show. Yeah, so. the man who lived in the
1: Breaking Bad house is like shoots at people because they keep throwing pizzas on his roof. I uh out and I, I, I was in
0: Albuquerque. I know the mayor of Albuquerque pretty well. And he uh, we did a mayor's conference out there and he uh he gave he gave us a little bit of the breaking bad tour oh, actually. Yeah. But that's become an industry for them.
2: Yeah, yeah, they, no, they profited off of it for sure. Just
1: yeah. stop throwing pizzas on that man's house. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would I would be mad. I just like either you mad or you never gonna starve.
0: Sean Edwards, Streez O'Leary, got a minute left. Uh, again, movies we need to see.
1: Uh, Moonlight, I, Moonlight, Sing, Sing. I mean, Hacksaw, and Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge is really Ridge. good. Any other ones? I mean, you know, the um, Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going for the universality. Fences may be a little too the heavy. The average person. The average person. What are they Fences gets pretty heavy, man. If you don't like to cry a lot, no. But uh, no, the new Star Wars movie, everybody's going to go sing. Sing is universal. Uh, Moonlight's the movie to see if you want to be in tune with uh, the Oscars. And there's also another huge movie that hasn't come out yet, December 16th, La La Land. Fabulous. La La, 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 La Land.
2: Land is fun. Very is it?
1: fun, yeah. Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. It's la- fun, So man. the ladies will like that. No, They're always like- in
2: movies together, too.
0: Gosh, these,
1: these people are always just...
2: No, no, they no, have chemistry. A- they got to build off yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no,
1: La La Land the real musical the guys will dig.
0: Okay, okay. Sean Edwards, thanks for coming on the show again. Teresa Leary, thanks for joining us as well for this segment. Uh, we'll be right back with more Girl Nation. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM.
2: First things first, I'm the realest, realest, Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to
1: roll. Yeah. Never. Hello
0: and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM and on talk980am.com. Appreciate listening as well on iTunes, TuneIn Radio and at grillnationshow.com. Great to be back with you here in Kansas City for our third and fourth segments of the show today. Want to uh, introduce our next guest. We have a reoccurring guest on our show who's a good friend and a great guy. And uh, his Twitter handle is at Goldberg KC. He's the host and reporter for all 150 Royals games on Fox Sports Kansas City. He's also now the TV play by play voice of the Missouri Mavericks hockey team and the UMKC ruse. Basketball announcer, have him in today to talk about uh, kind of the hot stove. What's going on with the Royals going into next season, and to talking about what he's been doing his off season from the Royals. Welcome to the show, Joe Goldberg. How are you?
3: Always good to be on with my other JG, my fellow
0: JG. Yes, yes, it's good to be on with you, and I'm glad that you're uh, getting to spend some more time here in Kansas City this off season.
3: Yeah, you know what? It's good. I, I know we'll talk a little bit more later about it, but um, you know. I've no matter how much I work in the off season, it's, it's nothing going to match what we do for baseball. So, you know, right now I probably have sixteen to twenty dates that I'm working, which I which I had the last couple of years. The difference is, is it's all in Kansas City right now. So, you know, that's that's really nice for me. And uh, there might be some other things that pop up around the country, and um, maybe that twenty turns into twenty five. I don't know what the ideal number is, but I mean I've had some off seasons before, early on when I was here, where. Well, I might have worked two or three days. know everybody says, "Oh, that sounds really nice," and it is. But it's sometimes it's kind of good to get out of the house and just just challenge yourself a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, it's been it's been fun to to kind of be busy, have a little bit of a purpose and a and a focus, and and get off the couch a little bit.
0: We well, got a little time off this year uh, after mm-hmm. the uh, royal season because there was no playoffs like you're used to the last two years. Talk to us about uh, kind of you know what's going on now with the Royals and moving into next season. What we should be excited about.
3: It's an interesting—I don't know if I want to call it a dilemma or not—but uh, but there's they're, they're sort of caught in between here. I and mean, they don't have to; they can make the best of this. But uh, you know, there are a lot of people saying, "Hey, maybe they should break this up." They've got everybody that's going to be a free agent after next season, so you know, go and and get that rebuild going right now. You can get anything in the world for all these players. Um, and then the other side of it is. Well, wait a minute. If you have all of these players before they're leaving, and you've got to crack it at getting back to the World Series or to the playoffs, and it's really the same group that you know that won for you a couple of years ago and was competitive this year, why would you want to break that up? And and so you know, I think right now they're they're kind of weighing that. And the one thing that I I'm pretty sure of is that they're they're going to have a very competitive product, a very competitive team this year. I don't think that they're going to shortchange that. But if there's something out there. Um, where they can move someone and you know, still be competitive. But also, and I don't think they're going to be in a complete rebuild either, but if they can start to to turn some of those players that have one year left into guys that might have four, five, six years left, then I think that they'll look at it. I, I, I do think the answer is sort of the same as as it always is with Dave Moran with a lot of GMs too. He's going to do what he can to make this team better right now. But I don't think they're in a rebuild like – it appears the White Sox might be, and maybe even the Tigers going down that road a little bit. I, I don't think they're there at this point. Um, I, I think they very well know that they've, they've got a, a special group and that they owe it to the fans to, to try to do what they can. But, you know, there, there's the chance that fans are going to see their favorite player at some point. going, And then I think that you go and you reassess. You know, when you get closer to the trade deadline and see, see where you're at. Do you need to add to, to make that run or is it not going well and, and then break things apart a little bit?
0: Yeah. And we've got the uh, Indians who obviously uh, had a great season last year yeah. to compete with. And I've seen rumors out there that they're going to try to add some pieces, some big pieces. Uh, yeah. and you know, the Royals finished 581 and 81 last year uh in the division. So, you know, it's exciting to see. I know the winter meetings are going on uh as we tape the show. They're in D C this year, which is a little weird because usually they're in hot or warmer destinations. I just got back from uh Saint Pete Clearwater uh spent some time with the mayor of Saint Pete, talked a lot about the uh the stadium there. Uh, joel which i 'll catch with you catch you up with off air but uh, uh man it's it's got to be nice to go to the winter meeting somewhere warm. It seems like it's it should be a requirement
3: <laughs> yeah I mean anyway, I think I uh, was it last year it was in nashville which which doesn't necessarily guarantee warm this time of year, so they bounce it around a little bit i 've actually never been to the winter meeting surprisingly, and um it's a lot of the people that go that have to go tell me. Uh, you don't need to be there. Um it's it's kinda but then a lot of the a lot of those folks that are covering it love it because especially the national, you know, writers and members of the media because they have everybody there and you got all the coaches and the GMs and then a lot of the young, aspiring uh people in the business too, whether it be broadcasters or um, you know, people that are in the minor leagues that are trying to network, it's a good networking opportunity. And mm-hmm. uh you, you know, for the for the teams I you know, I, I suppose it's okay and it's nice that they're all right there that, that you can, you know, go down the hall and have a face-to-face. But, I mean, these guys are all on each other's speed dial. So, uh, you know, to me, there, there are a lot of things that happen here at the winter meeting, but more than anything, it very much reminds me in, in some ways, Jason, and know you have obviously followed a lot of the politics, in some ways it reminds me a little bit of the convention mm-hmm. where just anybody and everybody is there. Uh, but a lot of it's bluster. A lot of it's rumor. A lot of it's he told me this and this and this. And I think I've talked to you before. I mean, some of these rumors just start because a scout says, I like this guy. And suddenly a reporter says, you know, the Royals are interested in this guy. And that scout may may not have even talked to Dayton more about it. So mm-hmm. I think that it's, to me, this time of year, I call it the silly season, meaning the, the week of the the winter meetings—it's the silly season, and and anything. Um, if Andy McCullough, who you know was the b writer uh, for the Kansas City Star covering the Royals, now with the Dodgers and the and the LA Times—I've got a lot of trust and faith in in Andy and the way he goes about sourcing. Um, but if he throws one thing out there, um, and it might just be one of his ideas—hey, this could make some sense. Lorenzo Cain could be a good fit here. Wade Davis could be a good fit here, and then suddenly. It's on every single, you know, Twitter feed, um, and all the rumor mills. Royals interested in Dodgers, and it's like, are they, or you know, are, are Dodgers interested in Royals? But are they, or, or is that just somebody trying to put some pieces together? So um, I, I don't know if I would put it at the level of fake news like politics, but I think you got to take all of it with a grain. of And golf.
0: that just became a thing this year, right? The fake news trend. Um, Joel Goldberg about that. <laughs> Joel Goldberg with us, um, Joel. So we, you know. um, Kendrick Morales is gone from uh, the last year's team. He was a, a big bat in the lineup. I mean, wh- how do you feel about that, and what wh- how are they going to replace that?
3: You know, I, my gut all along was that they would lose him just because there was going to be a pretty um, hefty market for designated hitters. And I've you know, I've told you this in years past, too, that uh, uh, to me the easiest way to predict these things is, uh, and this, this is really in the most basic way, is supply and demand. And there are a lot of teams... Uh, that do need DHs, or at least when I say a lot, I mean, if the Blue Jays were going to lose Edwin Encarnacion, and it sounded like it, and the Red Sox obviously were losing David Ortiz, they have a trickle-down effect there, and that only increases the dollar value of Kendrick Morales. And so, you know, the Blue Jays jumped early on, it, which I I give them a lot of credit for. And I also think that, you know, Kendridge has the chance to – to put up significantly better numbers in Toronto, just with that being the hitter's part that it is. So I think that could be a great move for them. You know, I think that as the Royals try to, try to figure this out and, and, you know, and, and do this balancing act of, you know, who are you keeping or who are you trying to keep and, um, and making this all work financially. And I, I know there's some people that are frustrated saying, well, how could, how come they, they may not spend and the payroll might go down? I mean, they you know, their payroll, and I, I remember telling people during the year, you know, you know, the Royals' payroll is... Uh, really? I didn't know it was that high. So, I mean, the Royals have spent money, and I think it's right now their challenge to figure out how to make that work, how to balance it, and I think that Kendrys Morales would have fit in those plans just because they have a comfort level with them, but it was almost going to be need to be where maybe there wasn't a whole lot of interest in him elsewhere, and so the price tag fit for them. I, I just don't see them going out and you know, giving a guy um, you know, in his thirties um that just played D H three years. Uh not with some of the other commitments that they have at this point. And so mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't surprised to see him go. Um, but I will I will fear facing him a little bit, you know, especially when when the Royals are up in Toronto, which I don't think is till August next year. Um, with that said, that'll be a Toronto team that you know looks like they won't have Jose Batista and Edwin Encarnacion, so yeah. I wasn't surprised, and I think that you know the Royals will maybe they end up with a non-traditional DH role now. And there's been a lot of talk. I mean, Dave Moore had floated this to us on one of our last pregame shows of the year. Um, I think we made a little bit of news when I reported that Dave Moore said Chesler Cuthbert was going to. Um, this was the last day of the season, actually, and and he said Chesler Cuthbert's going to go uh, to the. To instructional league and, and play a little second base. And he said, you know, we're not really looking at him as being our second baseman next year, but we really want to improve his versatility with Mike Moustakis coming back. And um, and that could include playing some DH and moving him around because Cuthbert is out of options. And so, I mean, that certainly is one nice thing that in losing Morales, um, you should have a, a young and continuing to improve Chesler Cuthbert and a returning Mike Moustakis uh, that, that hopefully helps with that.
0: Yeah. Talking to Joel Goldberg here. Uh, got about a minute left in the segment. My philosophy, Joel, is you just got to listen to all these offers. I mean, oh, don't no and, and you know, there's if somebody offers you the the world for a Danny Duffy, you got to listen to it.
3: I think that if somebody and and this is the extreme, Jason, but I think if somebody offers you the world for Salvador Perez, you listen to it. And I'm not saying that it would take Mike Trout in return. Same thing that. But the angels would say in Mike trout I mean never say no what if they offer you such a ridiculous price for Mike trout whatever it is you have to always listen and this might be semantics but Dave Moore is always adamant about the fact that we don't shop our players and what he means by that is we're not we're not hanging out the for sale sign saying Danny Duffy is available we'll, we'll send him they might send some messages to people like that but they're open to listen. They're open to listening on anyone, which I think is healthy. And um, I, but I That's just don't good. think anything. This has always been the case. He's not going to make a move just for the sake of
0: making a move. We're talking to Joel Goldberg. Uh, his Twitter handle is at GoldbergKC. We we'll right back after the break. I want to talk about to Joel about what he's been doing this off season besides baseball? You're listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the show, Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill here on 980am, talk980am.com, grillnationshow.com and iTunes. We're talking to Joel Goldberg, who is a uh, reporter and host for the Kansas City Royals on Fox Sports Kansas City. He's also had some fun this offseason. He's the play-by-play voice for the Missouri Mavericks hockey team and, which I didn't know, also the UMKC basketball announcer. Joel, uh, welcome back to the show. Talk to us about the, uh, the hockey games you've been working on and uh, getting to some UMKC basketball as well.
3: Yeah, it's been an absolute blast. And really just starting, I mean, I feel like I've been kind of working on both of these for the last six weeks. And in, in a sense, I have. I've uh, maybe not quite embedded myself with with both teams, but I've spent a lot of time around them just to kind of prepare um, for everything, just to be able to take advantage, I think, of the, the benefit of having a team in your backyard or teams in your backyard. And so uh, it, it, it seems a little bit weird, but um, – Next week, the fifteenth and sixteenth will just be my second Mavericks game. Uh, that's on the sixteenth Friday, and the fifteenth will be my my second UMKC game. So I still have, I think, six UMKC games left and eight Mavericks games left. Uh, there was just a little bit of lull of Thanksgiving, and you know, and then more holidays coming up. And it's a blast to me. I mean, it's it gives me a chance to do something that's a little bit out of my comfort zone, um, but but something that I'm passionate about it gives me something. A little bit different and, and some great connections and, and people I mean both organizations or organization and university have have fantastic people um, that are that are leading the way and so it's it's been a lot of fun I've always been a hockey nut and so to be able right. to get a chance to, to call play by play for some some guys that have a chance of being in the NHL, uh, in the not too distant future, and a great fan base is—it's awesome, and I'm having a blast with
0: it. Yeah, I know you've been a hockey guy for a while. They're doing some innovative things over there. It looks like mm-hmm. they're continuing to grow hockey here in Kansas City. All kinds of other stuff going on, and then UMKC basketball. When that when that gets going, if UMKC has a decent team, you know that the fans really uh, take a look. You know, well, Kansas I, City comes together. I, I think
3: you know, and I don't know about other businesses. That's that's your that's your department and maybe you can equate this a little bit, but I, I think that the, the biggest key to success in business, first and foremost, at least from a sports standpoint, is winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we can see that with the Royals. Um, it, it's hard not to support a winner. And uh, especially in a town like this where where people really are, you know, huge sports fans. And, um, you know, so I, I think for UMKC, they're trying to find an identity. Um, winning will help. They have the absolute right coach in place, a, a, an awesome athletic director, great administration um, all the way up to the chancellor, and so, you know, they have the right pieces in place. The the job that they're doing, marketing and coming up with new ideas down there, is spectacular. They they have had so much buzz, had so much buzz all week long on those Charlie Hustle jerseys mm-hmm. uh, that they're wearing for Kansas City Day on Saturday. That got national attention. Uh, a little bit of the Golden State Warriors look with the Kansas City skyline, and so, um, and really good kids too. Uh, you know, the coach Kareem Richardson's in his fourth year, and and he has all of his kids now, and. You know they 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 can't recruit like say KU can when they when they go and get kids they're getting kids that you know that are far from being a finished product and and it's their job now to see if maybe they can take them to the next level maybe some of these kids can go and play in Europe but 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 first and foremost they're all getting uh, an education the graduation rates are big. So what what he's doing and his staff is doing is they're going out there and finding kids that have some talent, some untapped talent um, that that still need to be finished, but also just really good kids. And and that standpoint really reminds me when I hear Kareem Richardson, their coach, talk of the Royals and what Dave Moore has done is that were they can cut some corners and go and find some troubled, you know, uh, athletes that they can get at a discount, but they're not doing that. The junior college transfers they have, the kids they have coming in are all good kids Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're going to try to win with, with good people and I, I'm a firm believer in that and
0: we're taping the show on a Tuesday and they're playing at Kansas tonight, they've got uh, yep. they've played Creighton already, they're playing West Virginia, they've got Mississippi State on their schedule, uh, they're scheduling some powerhouse teams and uh, getting, hopefully, you know we just got to make that NCAA tournament, that, that's the that's the key, just get UMKC in the NCAA tournament one day, because when I was growing up they were playing the likes of Cincinnati with Nick Van Exel, yep. giving them a tough run for their money, I mean they were just, uh, they took the city by storm so i'm glad to see the roos are coming back and glad that you're involved with that joel and uh um you know doing the announcing there for them
3: yeah the, and, and it's a little bit of a different different deal for me but but a lot of fun the um the, you know the university had talked to me about trying to find a way to get me involved and um it's, it's a long story probably a great one that involves networking but but the chancellor leo morton mm-hmm. uh, who, who, who i know a lot of people you know in kansas city know fantastic guy he and i actually bumped into each other at a gross hour of the morning at the airport in DC, like six thirty in the morning, uh, coming back for me after an an off day um, with my wife, and we got to talking and you know got to be friends and started sort of brainstorming of ways to to maybe get involved with the university, which was really intriguing to me, just to you know to get involved in some new things. And um, and Neil Harwell does the play by play on TV has for years, and Neil, Neil's amazing. And they you know they they called me and said, hey, what, what do you think about? Um, doing the color commentary for, for our television games. And, you know, my first thought was, all right, I'm not a former player or coach. <laughs> um, but I know broadcasting and, um, and I also like to continue to learn broadcasting. But I thought, you know, what, what do I do 150 games a year for, for the Royals? I, I, tell these guys stories and, um, and I really try to get to know these players and let you know about the, the Hosmers and, and all those guys. And so, um, that, that's one of the reasons why I spent a lot of time around this team is just trying to get to learn you know who they are as basketball players and and people and so that's one of my goals is just to to try to to try to let people know who these guys are and how hard they're working and and, and what they're working on and um you know it's been great i mean their coaching staff and same for the Mavericks uh different role being played by play over there it, it's pretty much open doors for me so you know, I can go in and walk into those coaches' offices and, and get the scouting reports and find out everything I want. And text and get get that call back right away. That helps me. So it's you know, and, and and Jason, you do a lot of things and a lot of new things all the time. It's always pretty invigorating to me when you just challenge yourself with some new things. And and so that's been a lot of fun with the runes and the Mavericks. And I, I really see some similarities between those two, though. And the, just in, in in the way they're having to go out there and be creative and 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 let fans know that they both have great products
0: mhm Joe, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you really are. You've, you've, you've reached out, you connect people, you know, people see you on TV for the Royals and they, they don't understand all the other things you've been up to in your career. And even in the last few off seasons you've been working on and traveling around, uh, know you love hockey, you know, hockey is a totally different ball game when it comes yep. to a uh, play by play and announcing that's cool that you're, uh, you're growing in that way. Uh, so Joel, we got about a minute left in the show, uh, got this going on baseball season. When does spring training start off for you guys?
3: Well, I mean for the team it's middle of February. I'm not sure when I'll be going in. I'm I'm usually in and out. I don't have a whole lot of responsibility, usually a game or two and you know, and going knocking out some stories. So really the only difference now is that instead of me, you know, right at this moment wondering when am I going? when am I going? I, I just I'm so busy with other things right now that I know I'll get there uh at some point. I know everybody's ready for baseball right now. I'm I'm so uh locked into hockey and basketball and I I didn't even know I was an entrepreneur by the way, but Here you are uh, you are. If a, guy, if a guy like you was telling me that, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what business model is. So uh, I got a lot of work to do, but and, and also been been working on some speaking engagements and, and getting out and talking to some groups about, um, you know, about my background and and networking and relationships and, and all the things that really make you successful in business that you know all about that actually help me in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking baseball and then now basketball and hockey and so, um, so. Just, just keeping busy, and and then before we know it, and I know as soon as the season ends, everybody's ready for baseball to start right away. I think for most of us that work it, we, we love it and live it every day, and, and now it's our time to just kind of to chill do out. Do some other
0: stuff, but challenge yourself and do new things.
3: Yeah, do new things, not to mention the fact that I know this is running after the fact, but um, unless something changes, I think, I think our, our boy Hud is... Uh, Taking me to, to freeze at the Chiefs game on Thursday night. So so that'll be um, you know that that'll be out of my comfort zone a little bit too, which
0: will be awesome. Well have fun, Joel Goldberg, always appreciate you coming on the show. Look forward to talking to you again down the road and appreciate all your insight and congratulations and everything you're working on, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation today. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Take care.